Hey guys, and welcome to Where the White Coats Come Off podcast. We are Beth and Katie, founders of Pre-PA Clinic, and we are so happy you are here. If you are pre-PA, then you are in the right place, and we are so excited to help you get accepted to PA school. One myth out there is that you have to be a perfect candidate to get accepted to PA school, and we are here to tell you it is simply not true. We have years of experience working at PA schools, reviewing CASPA applications, deciding who to interview, and deciding who to accept. And guess what? You can absolutely get accepted to PA school without perfect stats. And we are here to show you exactly how to apply to PA school the right way so you can get accepted. You have probably heard about our application to acceptance course, also known as A to A course, and have seen the testimonials from all the applicants that have been accepted because of this course. A to A is invaluable for showing you how to pick the right PA schools that value your strengths and are more willing to overlook weaknesses, creating your strongest application that stands out to programs so that they are really excited to interview you, deep diving into each and every part of your CASPA application to make sure you are highlighting yourself the right way, how to answer interview questions so you crush your interview, and so much more. We literally walk you through creating your strongest, most competitive application. So if you haven't joined A to A yet, definitely get in and let's put together your most outstanding PA school application. We are so excited to see you in the private A to A group and can't wait to hear which PA schools you land interviews at and where you decide to attend. Sign up in the show notes. Now on to today's episode. Today, I want to talk to all you pre-PA students out there about how to know when you're ready for PA school. And this can be a really, really big topic because a lot of people say, oh, I'm just going to take one gap year or I'm going to take one more year or I'll apply next cycle, next semester, etc. because I'll be more competitive. And the truth is, yes, if you take more time, you get more patient care hours, you get more classes, you get more volunteering, you get more certifications in the medical field and more experience, you are going to be more competitive, right? Schools love to see people who've worked in the medical field, who have a lot of clinical skills, who have medical knowledge, who've taken a lot of upper level classes. That is 100% true. But the reality is, is that it's always going to make sense to wait another year. Right? It's always going to make sense to get more, 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 more. Okay, you're always going to be more competitive if you have 10,000 hours instead of 8,000 or 12,000 hours instead of 10,000, right? But there comes a time when you're just going to have to apply because you are competitive enough. For some of you, that'll be right after graduation. For some of you, maybe a gap year or two. It really just depends on your circumstances. But sometimes students, they wait when they don't have to. And I hate that for students because PA school is a long journey. And so if you can get started earlier, obviously the earlier you'll get out there and start helping and serving others. So this podcast today is going to be all about how to know when you're ready for PA school. So the thing about PA school is it requires more than just academic success. Right? If you looked at any PA school's website, you can look at the attrition, which basically means the number of students who don't finish the program even if they started the program. So maybe 50 students start the program and 47 finish, right? And some of these students self-select out. They have family things that happen or life events, or they just decide they don't want to go to PA school anymore. It's too hard, whatever the reason is. And some of the students get selected out by the program. So they don't meet minimum standards. They have professional issues, whatever it is, right? So looking at the attrition rates of programs, you can see that not every student who starts PA school actually finishes it. And that's usually because they weren't ready in some aspect. Now, again, it's not just academics. You have to be emotionally ready. You have to be financially ready. You have to be professionally ready. There's so many things that go into being ready for PA school because PA school is so demanding. It's demanding mentally. It's demanding physically. 
It is really, really a demanding program, more so than any other program that I'm aware of. And because it requires this kind of holistic demand on your life, that's why we have a holistic application process, right? Because we want to make sure you're not only ready academically. Some people are great academically, but they have some things going on in their life, like maybe mental health issue that they haven't taken care of, or they've got a lot of stress from family members, they're going through a divorce, they're going through a sickness, whatever it is, and that can really affect your ability to perform in PA school. So we're going to talk about some key indicators that signify that you are ready and prepared to take on PA school. All right, first one is academic confidence. So you have to have confidence in your academics. You have to have confidence that you have a good, basic, solid scientific foundation. Most students who struggle, it's going to be in their first semester, right? It's totally new. Maybe it's a new town, a new place. It's graduate school. It's a medical program. It's fast-paced. You don't know anybody else in your class. It's very different from undergrad, right? You don't get to pick and choose your classes. You don't go to school for a couple hours a day and then have tons of time to do labs and and work out and do all these things, right? It's very, very, very demanding, and you really do have to study a lot for those classes. So you can't just go home and study for 30 minutes or for an hour or something like that. You have to go home and study for hours upon hours, right? And people who don't have that confidence in their background or don't have those specific study skills or learning skills really, really struggle. So ensure that you have a great foundation because we know the first semester is going to be hard anyways, so make sure you set yourself up for success, right? Make sure you understand the medical principles principles, make sure you remember a little bit from undergrad, make sure you understand how you study, right? How you learn best, how you learn efficiently and effectively. And that is a really big thing because a lot of students have kind of figured out, oh, I learned by rewriting my notes 15 times, right? But in PA school, there's so many notes that, that's so inefficient, you literally can't rewrite every single note 15 times. So what else are you going to do in order to study more effectively and efficiently? So figuring that out before you go to PA school is really going to help you. All right, the second thing is, is you wanna make sure you have a passion for patient care. So you don't wanna start PA school burnt out. You don't wanna start PA school jaded. You don't wanna start PA school with, oh, I'm not really sure why I'm here. You really wanna make sure that you have this passion for serving others, for working in healthcare, because it is a hard job. Even when you become a PA, it's an amazing job, but it's a hard job, right? You're gonna see people on some of the worst days of their life time and time and time again. So you need to make sure that you have that empathy, you have that compassion, and that genuine desire to make a meaningful impact in the lives of others. These qualities are crucial for success as a PA and as a PA student. So make sure that your passion for patient care and your why, right, your deeper why about why you wanna be a PA is very clear to you because when things get really, really tough, you're going to need to hold on to that why. Remember why you're here. Why am I doing this to myself? Like, why did I put myself through this torture, as Katie calls it? Well, if you remember why you're there, you're there to serve, and you kind of hold on to that passion for being a healthcare provider, that can really help you get through. All right, another thing that you need to have before you start PA school is time management skills. And this gets thrown around a lot, this time management skill idea, right? And it really means different things to different people, but you need to hone your time management skills and cultivate the ability to balance academic responsibilities extracurricular work, school, friends, etc. And I know in undergrad, we all talk about how we honed our time management skills, but PA school, again, is something different. You're going to be in class, most programs from eight to five, and then expect to study all that information for five to six hours afterwards. That doesn't leave a lot of time for personal stuff. So if you've got a family, if you've got friends, if you have extracurriculars, etc., it's going to be a lot different in PA school than it was in undergrad. You're not going to be joining a lot of clubs. You're not going to be going on, you 
you know, mission trips abroad. You're not going to be going to concerts on the weekends. It's really, really a huge commitment because you're going to have to study. So sometimes even driving home, you just can't afford to drive that three or four hours home because that's three or four hours where you're not studying. So PA school demands unwavering dedication and you have to be very efficient in your task management to get everything done. You have to study. Of course, you still have to live, right? You still have to grocery shop. You might need to uh, de-stress. Maybe that's yoga for you. Maybe that's exercise, meditation, whatever it is. You want to call your parents or your family, your friends, your significant others. Maybe you've got kids. So there can be a lot of demands on your time. So you really need to figure it out. And I recommend a lot of students, like even if you've never used a planner before in your life, like get a planner out. And if you need to talk to your family twice a week, then you plan it in on Tuesday nights from 8 to 8 30 I'm talking to my family you know on Wednesdays from whatever time to whatever time I'm going for a run or whatever it is because if you don't plan it in it's not going to happen and so really really figure out your time management skills really hone those because that is going to be key to your success in PA school all right another thing that you need to develop before PA school and once you have this that you'll know you're on your way to being ready for PA school is adaptability and resilience. And these two things are really, really crucial, right? Really just in medicine in general, you have to be adaptable, right? You can't be so strict and so rigid. And not only in school, right? Because things change all the time, but also in your job, right? You don't know what's going to walk through that door. When someone makes an appointment for blood pressure and it turns out it's actually something totally different, you just have to be adaptable, right? Or if someone gets worked into your schedule, or if your coworker doesn't show up and you need to pull an extra shift, something like that, you've just got to be adaptable, right? And you also have three resilience. As we've talked about, PA school is really tough. Talk to any PA that you've shadowed or networked with or work with, and they'll tell you it is tough. It's one of the toughest parts of their life, right? Healthcare is always evolving, all right? The medications that you learn in school might be obsolete in 10 years. There's going to be new classes of medication. There's going to be new classes of blood thinners. There's going to be all this new stuff. We have new diagnoses that come in. We have new imaging studies or new um, ways to treat different problems, new surgeries, etc. So as a PA and as a PA student, you have to be adaptable. You have to realize that medicine is always changing and that's what makes it so hard, but also what makes it so fun and fascinating that you just never know and there's always medical advances that are happening and new medications that are coming out. So you really do have to stay uh, abreast of all these new um, changes. So fostering adaptability is key. Resilience as well. Again, resilience to handle high pressure situations, resilience to get up every day after day and go to school and study, resilience um, even when you don't get the grade you want to still say, okay, hey, what am I going to do? I need to change something. I need to get this end result that I'm looking for. So what can I do? So you can't be the type of person that when you come up against adversity that you back down, right? Or that you quit because that's just really not going to serve you well in PA school. So make sure you have developed and fostered adaptability and resilience before going to PA school. All right, another thing that you want to do before PA school is you want to make sure you have enough clinical exposure. Now, some of this might be volunteer, some of this might be schooling, some of this might be healthcare experience or patient care experience, but you really want to expand your medical knowledge and clinical skills by seeking diverse healthcare experiences maybe shadowing, maybe volunteer opportunities, etc. This is really going to open your eyes to medicine. You learn actually a lot, even when volunteering or when shadowing with someone, you kind of learn how the uh, medical world works, how healthcare works, what the different settings are like, and you pick up little bits of information. So maybe you're a scribe and you scribe in the ER. Well, you probably know what labs to order for chest pain. Even if you're not sure exactly what they're looking for, you've probably documented the orders a million times, you know what to look for. Or you know the medical terms because whenever you scribe, 
prescribe, the doctor or PA always talks to you in medical terminology and you're used to describing those medical terminology. So you understand how to describe a physical exam, right? So you really do learn a lot through whether they're volunteer, shadow, or work experience. But gaining an, a comprehensive understanding of the PA role in healthcare and then gaining some clinical skills will make PA school much easier for you because anything you come in already knowing is just one less thing you have to study. So if you already know how to do IVs and you already know how to do NG tubes and you already know how to document, etc., that's just one less thing that you don't have to worry about during PA school. And the last thing that you need to have before you start PA school is you need to have a deep understanding of the PA role and responsibilities of PAs, the PA scope of practice. You really need to understand what you're getting yourself into. You really need to understand what the role of PAs are, what responsibility PAs have, their ability to diagnose, treat, etc. Really familiarize yourself with not only responsibilities of the role, but also the challenges right, that come with this role and the opportunities that come with this role, how to work in a professional environment, and what is the role of PA on the healthcare team. So before you apply to PA school, you want to make sure that you gauge your academic readiness. You want to make sure that you understand how you learn and understand how you study. You want to make sure you cultivate adaptability and resilience. You want to make sure that your time management skills are honed to a T. You make sure you have significant clinical exposure and you understand the role and responsibility of being a PA. All these things will really set you up for success in PA school. So if you are worried that you are not ready for PA school and you check all these boxes, then we are telling you you are ready to apply. Don't wait another cycle. Go ahead and put your application in now because as we said at the very beginning, it is always going to make sense to wait one more year, but at some time you're just going to have to go for it. You're going to have to jump off that cliff, right? You're going to have to take a chance and just go ahead and apply to PA school. Thank you for listening to another episode of Where the White Coats Come Off. We hope you found this helpful. If you love this, please leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast and please send it to a pre-PA or a PA friend. Thank you so much for listening. We are so grateful you're here. We appreciate it so much and we'll catch you at the next episode.